Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. episode of what's new barkeep i'm dane i'm luke and oh my yep i went topless for this one also welcome back if you are listening and hello if you're just starting we went on a bit of a negative nancy rant yep so if you didn't want to listen to that i don't blame you don't blame you one bit we're here to be happy yep we like to do this to be happy so with that let's go into our top three drinks of the year Yep, and let's get. Should we get our first drink down, or should we go for runners up? Uh, let's get our first one down because it's a it's a creamy it's a creamy one. So our first drink of this one for our positive top threes is the Dreamsicle. Yeah, this one Rose and I gushed over a lot. I think Dane had one at some point, but I don't think he was here for that one. I think I was. I don't remember honestly. But anyway, how do you make a Dreamsicle, Dane? Well, to make your own Dreamsicle, you need amaretto, orange curacao. Vanilla flavored vodka, orange juice, and heavy cream. Do the shit. And we just barely had enough cream to do this. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Three, two, one. Oh, that's still good. Oh, that's just as good as I remember it. Mm hmm. It's like a fucking orange sickle. Like, like you know what? Uh, yeah, it's like one of those like orange popsicles that you can get with mm-hmm. the ice cream and everything. Mm hmm. Or the vanilla or the frozen yogurt. Mm-hmm. Granted, since this is cream, I'm going to lean closer to frozen yogurts. Yeah, probably not a bad bet. Oh, I will say, if you decide to do this drink, choose your orange juice carefully, because if you prefer more of a tart one, go for it. But if you prefer more of a sweeter one, go for that one. Yeah, that really is going to depend. And try to get the non-pulp version. That, too. Also, don't go for high C. This has enough sugar in already. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me while I wipe it out of my beard. Mm-hmm. First topic, your name. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Our first topic for today, well, we went on a negative rant about all the bad stuff that happened to us this year, so let's go the opposite end and talk about all the good shit that happened this year. Yeah, Rose is going to more cons. That's a good thing. Yeah, more cons are starting to open up. Holy yes. <laughs> because a little fun fact, I don't know if I told this story... 2019, I went to my first con mm-hmm. ever. It was a really fun time. I actually had a blast being there, and I was really looking forward to going again. But then this whole situation kind of got thrown down. And yet you didn't bother to visit me or Rose at SuperCon. I'm sorry, sir. Someone had to cover the place. <laughs> All right. Here's another fun one that... I almost forgot. We got new phones, which means we can take better pictures for you on the Instagram. Follow us at Nerds in the Kitchen. Thank you. And we are slowly getting better pictures. Resuming we remember them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as for other good things that have happened this year, I mean, 
with the whole reopening of everything, I've finally been able to start having my parties again with my family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for the holidays. So I was able to go see my family for this holiday. That was nice. Also, we're a bit issing something that's literally staring us right at the face. We got equipment this year. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we got some nice equipment. Yeah, over a misunderstanding on my end. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll, I'll take failing upwards. I'll take it. That's always the best way to do it. Right? This is one of the best things. And actually, another thing that I think of, now that I'm thinking about it, I should say, another thing that I'm really happy I was able to do this year is I got to go see my parents. And I know what you're thinking, wait, isn't that kind of the same thing as being able to have holidays with your family again? Well, no. My parents, well, to keep this broad, my parents live somewhere between 500 to 3,000 miles away from me. Take that as you will. All right. Another good thing is we got more art on the wall, which honestly, I'm not sure if Rose has put that up yet or not. I just think she's put most of it up, but I mean, not all of it. You guys got a lot of art. I think we are actually finally caught up. I don't think it's on the gram yet. Speaking of, I actually got more equipment this year. Uh, once the blender died. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Oh, Tanny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. <laughs> I mean, it, it required a, a bad situation, but it... Turned into a good one. Yep, because I, I got myself an emulsifier. I got a bullet. I got myself... Rose got herself a new stand mixer. Yeah, we got a bunch of new things. New toys for fill the pot. Fill the pot and sometimes what's new barkeep. If I ever need an emulsifier for what's new barkeep, we're, we've gone well into weird territory. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, is it going to be much weirder than the Calamo Texo? Um, yeah, because we also had the Crypt Keeper. That's true. We did have the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> I will still stand by that drink. I thought it was good. <laughs> All right. Your turn, sir. Well, I don't know if I talked about this last year or not, mm -hmm. but I might as well mention it now. I got another dog. Wolf. Yeah, little wolfer. And I got myself a cat, which I'm pretty sure I've mentioned on the podcast before. Like, Sable gets a lot of screen time here, but... Yeah, no. It's, it's my little kitty cat. My little Rhea. Yep. And she is what I call a musical meower. As long as she's not flat. <laughs> no, it's like anybody who has heard her meow agrees. It is a very musical meow. Is she sharp? Yes, but <laughs> I still love her for it. On that same note, Rose and I increased our stuffy family. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh boy, they are taking over. Yeah, also we are... Actually did a cookbook on Fill the Pot that I'm actually happy we finally got to, because that was on my to-do list for a good chunk of time. And that was the uh, grilled cheese uh, cookbook. Yeah. Because that was one of the weird ones. I'm like, we should do this sometime, but whenever am I going to do this? Yeah, we got to that one finally, but if you want to know our thoughts about that book, go check out Fill the Pot. Yeah, we, we got some thoughts. We definitely got some thoughts about that one. Another one that mm -hmm. we kind of haven't mentioned in a long, long while. We joined a network this year. Oh, yeah, we did. And they have been very supportive. And we've, and you can tell our ad setup's a little bit different. And it's going really well. It is very nice. I am rather enjoying the access. Right. It is super, super useful. Oh, we got a few new segments on uh, What's New Barkeep. That's right. Cursory notes and first look. 
Yep, because that was it been on our list for a long time was us trying to get into more TV, anime, video games. It's we're so far behind. Yeah, I mean, we all everyone likes their creature comforts, and this was a good example of that. I mean, I've almost finished Cowboy Bebop. Honestly, you probably should have finished that before we started this episode. <laughs> yeah, I should have, but hey, I literally got like four or five episodes left. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I think we should probably get to our next drink, though. What do you think? I think it's right around time. So, let's go on to our next drink. Actually, before we get to that one, we forgot to mention the honorable mentions. Ah, yes, the honorable mentions. Our first honorable mention is the Japanese slipper. I loved that one. That was a really good one. I felt the problem was it was super close to the June bug, like in both flavor and time-wise. So we kind of just like, we both kind of agree that it wasn't fair to have two very similar drinks. Yeah, because we knew for a fact Junebug was getting on here. Yeah, so having two very similar ones, just it would be like, oh look, we're having two of the same drink in a row. And then number two, this one Dane didn't have and he didn't want to take my word for it because he's a dick. And that's the red rum. Because Dane didn't believe me, he didn't want to take my word for it, the red rum. This was also a LARP corner drink, so I can understand why he missed out. But he really, really should have tried this one. It was delicious. I mean, at some point, I probably will, so... Yeah, I just need to get that recipe again. Yay! And the last one on the list... And Dane put the kibosh on this one, too! <laughs> I know exactly which one he's talking about. The Dark and Stormy. Yep! That is my new favorite drink, but no! Apparently Dane thought it was okay! I wasn't that big of a fan. Why Why is that such a problem? <laughs> you just can't let me have one, can you, Dane? <laughs> oh, I mean, spoiler alert, you might be having one sooner than you think. Fair. <laughs> All right, well, our next one on the list, we just mentioned it. I accidentally spoiled it. Yep, it's the June Bug. How do you make a June Bug, Dane? Well, to make your own June Bug, you'll need melon liqueur, coconut rum, banana liqueur, pineapple juice, and lemon juice. Very tropical. It is a very tropical drink indeed. And this is one we did way back in the summer. Actually, we did this in June. Did we? I think so. Shit. All right. Three, two, two one. one. Still good. Still as good as I remember it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That melon with that pineapple afterbite. Oh. oh, yeah. I honestly recommend this more in the spring than in the summer, though. Because this feels more like a springy kind of drink. Yeah, I, I think it's a very fitting, though, that we did end up doing this in June. <laughs> I think it was one of those situations where, like, oh, I didn't really think about it, and it happened. Right, so what's our topic here, Dan? Well, our topic for today, well, our topic for this part of the show is as we've got three drinks here. We talked about some good things that happened to us. Now let's talk about some good games that we've played this year. Barring the obvious ones. No Final Fantasy IX for me. And no Final Fantasy XIV for me. Alright, so I think we should start this off strong and early. Hades. Hades was really good. It's a really good game. I got further. I still haven't gotten as far as Dane. But it's a super fun, super roguelike, very action-packed you know, packed game. Once you know what you're trying to work with, it's fun to see how far you can go. I'll, I'll be frank here. I really haven't touched that game since our first look. Uh, for me, I've been hitting it on and off. Yeah, it was... Uh... It is a fun game, though. It is a very fun game. I got to, as 
Lucas said. I got a little bit further than he did, mm-hmm. and I'm not quite sure how the heck I did that. Life got in the way for me, more or less. And plus, I think you're a better gamer than I am, all things considered. In some regards. Well, we can have this debate off, because I don't think maybe we'll give a shit one way or the other. Yeah, no, they're <laughs> not going to care about our gaming abilities. No one's seen them. All right, Dane, your turn. As you guys know, I'm a very big RPG fan. I think that's fair to say. Very big RPG fan. It's one of my favorite genres. And one that I have actually been playing recently, I have not mentioned this yet because the last time that we did a video game update, I still hadn't played it. Kind of consider this a semi-video game update, Black Desert. I think I've heard of that, but I refresh my memory. Black Desert was also called Black Desert Online. Okay. Or BDO. That's why I remember this. You were talking about it on the Discord. Mm-hmm. I was referring to this on the Discord that I had just picked it up and was going to try it out. I thought it's a very fun game. But holy dear Jesus, do you start overpowered. That's always a good way to start. I mean, considering the fact that, as you know, I play mages. What is usually the weakness of a mage right off the bat? Someone punching you in the face? Yeah, someone punching me in the face probably did a very minimal damage. And I was able to mow down waves of enemies with very limited spells. The only real time I got a quote-unquote challenge was the first boss. Makes sense. But either way, I still think it's a very fun game if you're playing it on PC because console controls are very, very weird. It's very hard to move a lot of PC-based games to console in general. However, we're getting sidetracked on that topic. One that you... This might be cheating. I'm going back to it. We've talked about it a shit ton. I'm just going to give it just a blank face look. Stardew Valley. Next. Yeah, (laughs) Stardew Valley. I think for me, game that I played recently, Terraria. Specifically on the Switch. Interesting. And I say that because I played Terraria way back in 1.1. Oofta. And now I think it's like at 1.4 or something like that. So it was a long while ago. And I say on Switch, because I picked it up recently this year, because I was just kind of looking for something to do, and I saw Terraria on the store. So I was like, okay, cool. Pick this up again, you know, relive like my late middle school, early high school days. And yeah, it did that very well. Fair enough. I've only played Terraria on PC, and even then, I prefer... I'm going to sound pretty basic here. I preferred Minecraft. And Minecraft has its own strong points as well, mm-hmm. and Minecraft is also a very good game. But to me, I preferred more of the, what would you call it, more in-your-face magic of Terraria than I did with low-tier magic of Minecraft. Gotcha. You prefer active over passive. Makes sense. This one I played a while back. I'm going to say this, excluding the ending, Far Cry 5. Yep, I played Far Cry 5 too. And excluding the ending, it's a good game. For the most part. I mean, by the end of it, I will say flat out that by the end of it, I was kind of like... Wanting this game to end? I was like, okay, it's time for this thing to be over. I mean, honestly, the only only downside is I didn't really like the story because it was believable to an extent, but it was just like, once you got to a point where you could repair a few of the radio towers, it's like, why aren't we having people come in? Where's the army? I understand it's a small town, but eventually the army would have to get notified. Yeah. Or they'd, plus they would have, there's no way how they could actually have an entire, whatever. We're getting into basics nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> All right. Another game that I actually really liked playing this year. And funnily enough, I got it while I was visiting my parents. God Eater 3. Never played it. Uh, you know Monster Hunter, right? Yeah. Think of that just anime. Fair. 
I could definitely see that. God Eater is basically all about killing Shinigami, which okay. have basically taken over the world, acts like feral animals. Some of them are small, most of the ones you face are small, but some of them get really fucking big. And you get anime weapons. Take that as you will. <laughs> I get a Buster Sword, Buster Sword, Buster Sword. Yes. I get a gun blade because I can't afford a keyblade. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's one that's actually super recent that we both of us have played. And it's kind of become Rose's favorite game recently. What the dub? What the dub? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, basically, what the dub is a very, I'm not sure if it is Jackbox or not, but it's very Jackbox-like. Imagine Mystery Science Theater 3000, but you make the dialogue. Basically, they take this old B-movie, royalty-free thing. They get rid of some of the audio. You put in the uh, dialogue for it. And we've gotten a few good ones. Oh, boy. I'm not going to repeat them because they would be completely weird out of context, but we've gotten a few good ones. We've had quite a few good ones. Although, I will say, I'm typically not that funny of a person. So you can guess who's been getting in last Almost every single time. Uh, I'm not going to toot my own horn, so I'll be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is the Super Mario Party that came out. Oh, yeah, that was a fun one. We played that for a little bit before, well, I got in the way again. Yeah. Oh, there was also, this one I'm not sure you ever got a chance to play, Enter the Gungeon. No, I never got to play that one. It's another roguelike, but instead of it being like hack and slash or whatever... It is a bullet hell. Everything is gun-themed. You got enemies that are shaped like cartridges and shotgun shells. You got very punny weapons as well. It is fast-paced and it's fun. Oh, I can see it. Oh, it. you should try it sometime. It's really fun. But with that, I think it's about time for our break. Yeah, I think that's fair. So with that, we'll be right back after this message. And we're back. We're back. Woo, I'm still drinking my June bug. I'm past that point. And he finally downs it. And now I'm done. <laughs> All right, so Dane, what is our last drink here? Well, our last drink is actually one that you recommended. One that he actually listened to. Yes, one that I did listen to. And this one is the chocolate-covered cherry. Now, this one I know he didn't get. So I had to actually introduce him before... We actually decided to go with it, because he was kind of on the uh, edge on this one, on whether to do it or not. Because I'm on the edge <laughs> of glory. So what do we need to make one of these? Well, to make your own chocolate-covered cherry, obviously, you're going to need a maraschino cherry. Then you are going to need equal parts, grenadine, Kahlua, and Irish cream liqueur. Did my cherry float? I think my, my cherry floated, <laughs> too, and sitting just below the Irish cream. Oh, that's funny. All right. Three, Three two, two, one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just as good as I remember. Little, little curdly, but... Mm-hmm. Sweet, it's on the sweet end, but it does taste like a chocolate-covered cherry. It really does. And it's a shot, too, so... Mm-hmm. So if you just need something just to get you down real quick, and we did this for Valentine's Day, so... It'll also work for Christmas or New Year's. Yeah, any real time that you need that, that boost... There you go. Get yourself a chocolate-covered cherry. Or you want to try to impress a date. <laughs> oh, look at my fancy taste. <laughs> I can make it taste like a chocolate-covered cherry. <laughs> Something like that. All right. So what's our, da- what's, what's our topic here, Dane? You feeling all right there, man? I'm good. I'm just waiting for that shit to kick in. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely seems like it. Well, our last topic. We've 
touched a little bit on video games and good things that have happened in our lives, let's combine it in a different way. We Why did, don't, yeah, we didn't want to go to the, well, what would we like to see for next year? Because that's kind of like setting ourselves up to fail, you know? Yeah, so instead, we'll be talking about what tabletop systems we would like to try out this year. If we have the time, people, time. Or the interest from people. Yeah, that's going to be the big, 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 big one. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to start this off with one that I have been slowly working on, and I probably won't be able to get playing until after this recording is out. Like, almost right after, hopefully. Fingers crossed. And that is the Fallout RPG. Yes, Fallout. I got my character in that one ready. Yep, it is a system I have not really heard of before. Like, I've heard of it, and up till recently, I've never understood how it's supposed to be run. Looking into it, it's a reasonable system. It's more random than I would like to acknowledge or use. Yeah, that luck stat can be a little... Well, it's not even that. It's the fact of if you are not doing a call shot, you roll to see where you hit. To me, that seems a little unnecessary. That is true, and you need special dice for that, which... I got! Yep. For Christmas. They're sitting right next to me, in fact. Yeah, it's bigger than most, ha cha cha. <laughs> no, it, that is literally true. If you put those dice next to a regular D20, they're like double the size. Well, yeah, it's a system I wanted to try because I love the Fallout universe. It's a system I would never try to run a story for because I would fail. I would fear that I would fail because that would be real easy to do. Cop Cop 76. <laughs> oh, no. He brought up the cursed number. But yeah, that is the game that I am hoping I can actually get it done by the, hopefully before midnight, before the end of this recording. Well, the end of when this recording comes out. Yay. <laughs> Dang. Well, I do have one. We actually tried to set this up during our tabletop, and of course, we all know how that went. But one system that I'm really looking forward to trying, I just need the people for, is 13th Age. Yeah, that was an interesting one, because you were telling me about it, it's like there's a lot of things in there that has potential in it, and there's a lot of things in there that I'm not a huge fan of, but I can see why they would do it, and there's some things I'm like, really? Why? And if you need a comparison to it, the best comparison I can give is this is basically 13th Ages to 4E D&D, &D, what Pathfinder was to 3.5. It is an update for the better, because let's be honest here, 4E was kind of the cursed child of the group. I will say that, from my understanding about the story, it was actually a pretty decent story for 4E, but it was utilized horribly. In this system, they kind of work off that. They add in a few new systems. And for the most part, it actually seems like it could be really interesting and it could be really good for building a story. Focused on characters rather than what's happening in the world. Which is kind of what you want, unless you are one of the... Well, you know what? That's out of discussion for this time. This is also a game that I've been wanting to try, but it probably won't happen because, well, we got a lot of other things on our plate, and this is something I haven't even really thought of for a storyline at all. Deadlands. Ooh, Deadlands. If you don't know what Deadlands is, it's basically... Imagine if steampunk, the Wild West, and ghosts happen at the same time. <laughs> what you get is a, uh, I'm a half shootout with that wraith. <laughs> kind of, sort of. It's more or less, it's like Call of Cthulhu mixed with the Wild West, but with <laughs> steampunk technology. So it's basically a uh, primitive version of Firefly. If there was no space involved, probably. <laughs> yeah. And there was more Eldritch Horror. Oh, no. 
Yeah, this is a system I kind of want to try, but I never got around to doing it. Like, the system is also kind of interesting because it also helps utilize the D12. You never really see the D12 used outside of a great axe or a great sword. Actually, I think a great sword is only a D12. A great sword is 2D6 most times. So, yeah, you only see, like, the D12, like, the battle axe. Or a great axe, I should say. Or certain other weapons. It's so it's such an underutilized die. When the D4 gets more action than you, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> Considering that rolling a D4 is really bad. Like, the only thing that D4s are used for is Magic Missile, which gets more love than the D12. <laughs> Unless you are a barbarian. <laughs> and even then, there's still better options. It's sad to say, but it's true. Uh, speaking of which, another system I'd really like to try, because I picked this up within the year. At some point, we'll get to try it. That'd be Cyberpunk 2020. That is one that is really interesting, because I want to try it, but here's another system I want to try, but I don't have the system for it. Shadowrun. But, but Cyberpunk is basically more or less the same setting, except all humans and more tech. Oh, yeah. Basically, to give... A very poor description of it. Think of your weapons being technology and think of everything about your character being upgradable. And that is cyberpunk. And corporations own everything. Corporations own everything unless you are out in the wildlands where it's nomad tribes. Yeah, totally not like real life at the moment. Hmm. Hot take. <laughs> yeah. So this one is a loose one that I think would be kind of cool to try, but... Really don't want to get into the lore Warhammer Fantasy. Oh boy, yeah, you go into the Warhammer lore, you ain't coming out. No, no, you're not. Well, it's fantasy though, so it's not as bad as it could be. And with fantasy also on the line, here's one I want would say is kind of interesting. I want to try Ironclaw. However, Ironclaw is picture you are in Renaissance, literally like Renaissance age, almost like a Europe kind of thing, except you are all animals and all animals have different stats and going through the book there's like fucking 30 of them and there's like 12 different classes however some of the stats for building your character is weird like not weird good weird like why because it was like we tried doing the math on it. it's like you need to do this stat which makes sense this stat which makes sense and then you need to multiply it by this stat which kind of makes sense and then subtract this it's like that seems like too much I think that we need that for, like, defense or some crap. Oof. Ooh. Like, I remember showing that to you. Yeah, and I went, what the f Yeah, it was weird. It's numbers heavy. And if, if you like combat and things like that, good for you. This is for you. Yay, combat! But if you have a group that's really, really into roleplay or only somewhat into numbers and somewhat into roleplay, this is not, that is not a system for you. And I think I have one more in me. This one, I got very, very recently. But this is also a game that I don't think anyone's going to play with me anytime soon. This is a system based off of a book series. Mistborn. Oh, yes. Mistborn. Yeah, it was a book based off of Brandon Sanderson that was based off of almost like a noble... When nobles were still around and you had these abilities that if you had ingested a certain metal, you could do certain things. Like, say you ingested lead you could push metal if you could if you ingested tin you could actually attract metal if you could i think it was like 
you could there was something that you to just jump really high and things like that. It was really an interesting premise. I mean, I'd be all down for trying it, but I think I'm the only one right now. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things I can't imagine a whole lot of people having a whole lot of interest in it besides us. And plus, I would have to reread the series. But it's a very interesting thing if you want to try doing a heist. A heist? Yeah, it's a bit like the entire book and the I think the game itself wants you to try running a heist. But yeah, I think that's about all we have, right? Yeah, there's a few more that we have on here, but... I think it's that time that we should probably end this. Yeah, it, we're right at about that point. So with that, I've been Dane. I've been Luke. Enjoy your drinks, everybody. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next year. Have a good one. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.